Happy college football Saturday. Lots of great games on today. I know currently Penn State and Ohio State are currently playing as we speak, so it's a big time football college Saturday for the Big Ten. Um, We are not going to discuss that game because who wants to talk about Ohio State? Maybe Penn State, but not Ohio State. We don't have time to talk about that. But happy Saturday, college football Saturday. Uh, Kick back, relax. Um, Today we're going to talk about, of course, Illinois fighting the Illini as they are homecoming in Champaign-Urbana as they play host to the Wisconsin Badgers. So we're going to quickly discuss that preview for that game as Illinois and Wisconsin look to kick off at 2.30 Central Time. Wisconsin's coming into Illinois at 4-2, and 2-1 two, two and one in the Big Ten. Illinois is 3-4, and 1-3 and three in the Big Ten. After coming off that quote-unquote upset win over Maryland, Maryland was on a roll. They were 5-0, and oh, now are undefeated, and now Illinois came in and took care of business. Um, so we're going to discuss that preview. Uh, Illinois versus Wisconsin. Make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow and rate on Apple and iTunes as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, Leave a comment in the comment section down below on YouTube. And leave a review. I believe on Spotify you can do it as well. So do all that for me, please, and thank you. Right now, Wisconsin's coming into Illinois as the heavy favorite. So Illinois is going to be looking to play upset. Spoiler a- as well. It's a new look Wisconsin um, whole new coaching staff coming in, um, looking to be more of a spread, air ish type offense, but they still run the football, um, not just throw it around. So they're just, I don't know if you want to call it more of a call it more traditional college football offense, but they are not the same huddle Wisconsin offense that we've seen even when Coach Bielema was there. Um, they're going to have a new look offense. They have, like I said, a whole new coaching staff. But they will be without their starting quarterback. He has broken his hand, and so they have to rely on a backup. They, <clears throat> excuse me, Wisconsin had lost to Iowa. What a barn burner that was. And what a strange thing. Iowa, the girls' basketball team for Iowa played in Iowa Stadium and scored more points in that one game than Iowa has scored all year. How did I don't understand how Iowa does it. How how do they win games when they came and score like seven points a game? That defense has to be always consistently lights out. That maybe that's how we Bears fans felt, or people felt about the Bears years ago when the Bears couldn't score, but the defense could do everything. What a strange, strange thing in the Big Ten. But back to Illinois and Wisconsin. So they'll be without their starting quarterback. And because of that, some people are giving Illinois a shot. And outside of giving Illinois a shot in this game, Illinois is looking to turn a corner. Against Maryland, they slowly took those steps. I know against Purdue, it was hard to see, but I thought there was some good things there on defense. I know it was 44-19. But even Nebraska. Nebraska is not a good football team, but that is the type of game for a defensive perspective that you want to take those shots or you want to take that next step forward in your evolution of getting this defense to play much better. Um, it's not going to be last year. It's not going to be close to last year. That was one in a lifetime Illinois defense that we're going to see in our lifetime. But the the next step forward is to play better defense, to play better man defense, to to get some pressure, uh, get the linebackers to play better. And that's what we started to see versus Nebraska, and that started to build some confidence. And then we saw it go into the Maryland game. They gave up some big plays. They gave up some drives. But like I said, this year's, 
Illinois defense has to be a bend, don't break defense. We gave up 24 points, but that is way less than what Maryland was averaging. They were flying around making tackles, and I think as they go forward, they're going to get better in their scheme, but they are also going to be okay with some drives and some plays. As long as they're flying around making tackles, they were getting a lot of rallies to the football, and that's going to eventually lead down the road to a lot of big plays made. They're going to start getting some more turnovers, uh, getting some tackling, getting some experience there, and, you know, we, you know, Rudolph was out, but Newton's been playing. He's been like under the radar, kind of not under the radar. He has been playing better. He, they are getting some pressure. Um, so I think coming in with a going up against a backup quarterback, having just a little bit of film on him that they had when Wisconsin was playing Iowa, it's going to be kind of a feel it out type of first quarter, maybe into second quarter for the Illinois defense because now. You have a backup quarterback coming in for Wisconsin. And contrary to belief of what people think happened with backup quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks get reps um, in team, but they don't get all. It's hard. It's hard to say, let's not give your number one quarterback. It's hard to stand there and say, let's give the number one quarterback 10 reps, but also the backup quarterback 10 reps. Because in the back of your mind, you're going, well, the starting quarterback, who is the starting quarterback for a reason? We're missing out on reps. So it's usually anywhere between, okay, you either rotate every two, but if it's an outright, like this is our starter at any position, like a quarterback running back position, you are going to sit there and say, okay, you're going to get like six to eight reps. This guy's going to get maybe two or three, and then you get more, then you get more. Now you want the backup quarterback to be prepared, but in college football, you really give that starting quarterback a lot more reps, actually just in football in general. So... It's hard to say exactly what their practices look like, but that's just the contrary to belief of how a backup quarterback looks. So it's going to have to be a feel-out type of game where is Wisconsin going to open up the entire playbook for their backup quarterback? Is it going to be the same everything? Are they going to run the football a little more to take some pressure off of him? Maybe, but Illinois is probably going to game plan for that, but you can't sit there and say for certainty that that's what exactly they're going to do. Uh, They could just open up the whole playbook. They could feel comfortable about it. Um, but not having all the film on him, it's going to have to be a field-out type of game and make some adjustments, which we could sit here as fans saying Illinois has not made the adjustments that they needed to. It's hard to make adjustments during a game. You can tweak some things. People think at halftime you just come out with an entirely new game plan. No, you practice certain things all week. Um, then you have to come out and run those things. In the game, you can make certain tweaks, certain blocks, certain everything, but you can't just change your entire offense or your entire defense. So it's going to be a feel-it-out type of thing for the uh, Illinois defense. Illinois right now, or uh, Wisconsin right now gets about 400 yards a game, 212 through the air, 187 on the ground. So for an air rate, quote-unquote team, they run the ball pretty well. And I think that's what they're going to stick to with their backup quarterback to take some pressure off of him and then start to open up the passing playbook for him. Um so I think Illinois, if their defense continues to play physical and just kind of has that FU mentality and just kind of that, you know, hey, you might get a couple big plays on us, but guess what? You're going to have to finish drives and you're going to have to um, really convert in the red zone. And if they continue to do those things and take that step forward and play with a fast-paced defense and rally to the football, I think they're going to be able to compete with this Wisconsin offense. It's not, you know, necessarily blowing people out of the water. Um, they are scoring a decent amount of points, but at the same time, I think Illinois can, they have pieces, they have talent, um, Wisconsin, you know, in their last five games, 
Uh, they lost to uh, Washington State 31-22. They beat Georgia Southern 35-14. Concerning, they beat Purdue 38-17 as we get whipped by Purdue. Um, they beat Rutgers 24-13. Then they lost Iowa in a barn burner of 15-6. Um, so the offense, ever since the big 35-38 scoring, has kind of dropped it down. So I'm sure the defensive staff is watching how those teams you know, battle with that and having a backup quarterback in. They're going to try to get as much pressure on him and make him uncomfortable as much as humanly possible. Illinois' offense turned a corner uh, versus Maryland. They scored 27 points with a walk-off field goal by Caleb Griffin. Um, there was a couple things they still need to do better, but they started to run the football a lot better. They took care of the football. I thought the offensive line started to play a lot better uh, with the adjustments they made. The wide receiving core is still continuing to grow. Luke Altmaier still trying to play much better than what he has. And so I think they can turn a corner versus this Wisconsin defense. Um, they, they give up 335 yards, uh, 212 through the air, 123 on the ground. Um, Illinois' offense, we get about 244 through the air and 127 on the ground. So it matches exactly what Wisconsin gives up. And I think if Illinois continues to churn that corner. They found their new running back and their freshman running back, Fegan. Um, I probably said his name wrong. But I think they found that running back that they need. Um, I know Reggie Love and, and Josh McCray have been uh, banged up a little bit. But if they commit to running the football, if they um, continue to then play action off of that, they're going to be able to move the ball on this Wisconsin defense. And I know Illinois wants to be a temp pro and go up pace and go fast. I think this could be a game where you can do some check with me's and let some time run off the clock and try to wear down the Wisconsin defense if you're able to run the football. Because the Illinois started to get into 21 personnel. They got into some 13 personnel, 12 personnel, uh, getting those tight ends in there. And it looked more like a Brent Bielma offense from a spread perspective, not exactly what he did at Wisconsin or Arkansas, but that's the type of thing that we started to see. And I think that if they do that to Wisconsin, I don't care if they have film, they're going to have to live and die by some of those things. Um, same way I discussed with the Bears, you know, the way the Bears can move the ball on offense, Illinois is going to have to come out and do the same thing of get Luke Goldmeyer on some zone reads, um, do some screens, some play action stuff, run the football with extra blockers. Maybe sometimes you can only run two-man routes, three-man routes, and keep people in to protect. And if that's what we have to do, that's what we have to do. Um, Caden Fian, um, he really, I think, is going to solidify himself as maybe that starter, him and Reggie Love. But Josh McCray has not performed well in him being banged up, Reggie Love being banged up. This, this running back, he's going to be pretty good. He's a big body. He's pretty quick. You can kind of compare him to a Chase Brown, but it's hard to do that. But he's going to be able to do those things. Um, and I think just just con converting more on third down is going to keep them in the game. And Brent Bielma is going to have them pumped up, ready to play. They cannot have the distractions of homecoming. But Coach Bielma, you know, playing Wisconsin, I know he may not make it personal, but in the back of his mind, it's going to be a little bit personal. Um, I think that if they can, again, I, I'm repeating myself, if they run the football on this Wisconsin defense and then the receivers are able to get open and make some catches, I don't care if they're three-yard catches, four-yard catches, get Luke Altmaier confident 
just take your two deep shots a quarter. Keep everything short game, intermediate passing game. I think that they are going to be able to turn a corner. Uh, they started to do it during Maryland. Now they can't go backwards. They cannot outsmart themselves. They cannot continue just to add to the playbook and, and do everything. Continue to turn the corner on the good things you did versus Maryland. And you're going to be able to do those things versus Wisconsin. And if you're able to turn the corner, you're able to compete, possibly pull off a win. Believe it or not, then you start talking about getting back into the middle of the race of this Big Ten West. Because right now, Iowa is in front. Their conference record is 3-1. and one. Wisconsin is 2-1. and one. Northwestern, Minnesota, and Nebraska are all 1-2. and two. Purdue is 1-3, and, and Illinois is 1-3. So I know we lost to Nebraska embarrassingly. We lost to Purdue. Uh, but our overall record is about the same. If we can somehow sneak away with this over Wisconsin, you start to find yourself in the middle of the pack of this Big Ten West. And I say this all the time. Confidence is one of the biggest kings in sports. Then that starts to build some confidence. And then as long as you don't continue to then get away with what is working. You don't start to add more on your defense or your offense and just live and die by and execute. Um, kind of take the Mike Leach approach where less is almost more and you just start to really practice it and execute, especially when you're dealing with um, a young team or young experience team-wise. They can turn a corner. They can turn a corner today. You're at home. Uh, you just upset Maryland. You can't get too high or too low. Uh, the the, the just continue to turn that corner and do the things you're good at. Illinois, it's possible that they could walk away with this homecoming win versus the Wisconsin Badgers and then get back to 500 on your record, get to 2-3 and three in Big Ten play and find yourself in the middle of the pack for this Big Ten West. Uh, not saying they're going to get to that. Uh, that's looking too far ahead. It's one week at a time, but they could find themselves back in that conversation. Um that will do it for this Wisconsin, this Illinois versus Wisconsin preview. Everybody enjoy some Saturday college football. Penn State, Ohio State's playing right now. Um, that will be a good one to watch, and there's going to be a lot of other good ones to watch today. Um, and also check out the Illinois-Wisconsin one. I just have a feeling it's going to be hard-hitting and a great one to watch. Uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow right on Apple and iTunes. Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Um, follow at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter and Coach Steve72 on Instagram. Uh, the Coach Steve Show on Facebook as well. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we will see you guys next time.